Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We are welcoming back our Go College students from my left here, Michael Ott Crosby. How are you, Michael? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> are you all panicky or something? Come on, we've been doing this for years, man. But the last few times, the, the Facebook Live was different. That, it's true. He on his phone. It yeah. was live. I didn't expect it to pop up right when I was to do uh, like, oh, a refresh. Right, right. And the notice popped up, volume one and everything. Well, and I think the last couple times we did this was on Zoom, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. Great to see you. Justin Wickham, uh, good to see you sir uh yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> well we've got these guys speechless here I know. Uh, me off guard. <laughs> you, well you know I, and barb Priestep, the Hi, director everybody. of uh, go college first off barb you just informed us something that i didn't know in the last five years here the go college actually stands it's an acronym for something yes there. the go the go is an acronym for gaining options nice. and then for college or anything post-secondary Right. I think people need to make we may need to make that clear right off the top. Okay. Is that not every uh, student that goes through Go College is going to go to like four year university, but there's lots of options in front of right, them. Right, right. And our job is to, you know, help them to succeed in middle and high school academically, socially, emotionally, personally, um, and then also to um, discover the career path that they want to follow and then to discover the right post-secondary school match. So it might be a technical college, might be a certification, it might be a four-year university, large state, small private. But, you know, by the end of their tenure with Go College, they've probably been on 20 different types of campuses, uh, technical, community college even, because yeah. we have Erie's Community College now. Uh, we've taken them to uh, Great Lakes Technical and also to Erie, oh, EIT, Erie Institute yeah, of Erie's Technology, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, Pittsburgh Technical. So we take them everywhere so that they can match up right, so that they have their greatest potential to succeed. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Well, I think, uh, you know, our audience has been following this and, and we I just was reminded by a little Facebook search this morning that the first conversation we had was literally right after graduation from Erie High uh, for uh, for the two of you. And our folks are wondering how you're doing. And so uh, both of you, Michael and Justice, you're now seniors. So uh, first off, how does it feel to be Big man on campus? We'll start with you, Michael, you know, um, as, a, as an upperclassman like that, you know. It feels like I feel I feel the maturity. Like <laughs> I'm not sure how to explain. Like actually, I do like because like <clears throat> like you know how they say like when you go from like middle school to high school, how they say you lose friends, and like it's not like in a, this I, this is not in a negative way. I feel like I've from like freshman year, I was all like, oh, I want to make new friends, want to do this type of stuff. I depended so much on that. But now I'm at the point where it's like, no, I want to focus on my career, what I'm going to do after college, what I want to do with my mission. Like, I'm like, like, I know, like, I'm like, my mission is my focus. I am my focus. I didn't know how to put myself first. And now I'm actually learning how to put myself first. And I can tell how much I grow. I'm not depending on 
nobody to nobody's approval and like I'm proud of myself and like that actually means something to me. I'm not I'm not just saying it mm. and like through it took a lot it took these years at college for me to like to finally get that skill to actually for my words um to affect me in a positive mean. Like I used to let my negative my negative words affect me but my positive words didn't. But like I've matured so much like from like freshman, sophomore, junior, and this senior year, I'm I'm actually noticing my um I'm noticing my growth from these past few years. Wow. wow. And it's amazing. It's it's, it's amazing to me. Talk about that justice. Uh, I I mean the idea that at one point you were learning learning the environment that you were working in, but now you're you're the you're the leader you're the uh, you're the adult in the room right i mean uh, i definitely understand what people meant when they said like you don't realize why seniors uh stay away from freshmen until you are a senior <laughs> um because i mean i i can see the disparity and kind of what uh like michael was talking about i spend a lot less time talking to to fellow classmates obviously because we're all busy but um most of the time like my time spent talking to people is with uh faculty like mm. my my professors and the advisors and stuff because i know they're the ones that know how i can take this and like go into the future with it and they're the ones that are stacking options on my plate right now i just had my like graduation advising meeting a few days ago with um uh, my advisor uh, dr sayer mm. um and he's trying to help me sort out options like grad school jobs local stuff stuff across the country and i i think that's what people need to shift their focus to at like the third year mark in college you really got to start focusing less on now and more on later that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. remind us uh justice what your major is and what what that that immediate after graduation might look like for you in the in Uh, may so I'm majoring in criminal justice with a law enforcement concentration and double minoring in history and uh, criminal psychology. Um, so right now uh, I have a lot of options, uh, especially if I would choose to go any of the graduate paths. But um, my goal right now is more federal or county level things. Um, I know county level positions are, are like very, probation officer kind of thing. Yeah. Or? Um, uh, that's why I've considered moving to New York because New York has one of the more uh, better compensated probation parole programs in the country. Um, it's difficult to get into, but it's a very lucrative job position, um, mm. mostly because, you know, they want people that uh, will actually help in those positions. Right. Wow. Wow. Michael, how about your uh, your major? And you're looking to graduate in, in December of 23, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my major now is just sports marketing and management. Mm-hmm. I originally went in double majored in accounting and sports marketing management, but now I'm just sports marketing management. And originally I had no idea what I wanted to get into. Like beginning of like last, yeah, beginning of last spring semester after I was just going on football, throwing my, throwing my way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, I'm interested in that. Especially after working last year's Super Bowl. I was throwing, I want to do fan engagement and my, my advisor and professor, Professor Brownlee, um, he talking about this place called Rebel XP, which they're a fan engagement and they work with a lot of like teams, college teams, NFL teams, NBA teams. Yeah. But then he, then he put my head about working, probably staying local 
and I'm more interested in probably staying local and I want to probably work with Erie Sports Center and mm. like I want to do something with bringing local sports like being a part of like cause Erie Sports Center they're they're bringing a lot of like sports opportunities to Erie and they're doing a lot of big things sure and there's not just them they're bring there's a lot of sports for example that building being built across the street, that's gonna make a climbing wall gym. Right, yeah. And that's gonna be like just that. A lot of people start working on climbing and that could become like professional rock climbers coming from Erie. That's so interesting. And yeah, I, 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 and what's interesting to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this and then I'll ask Barb this. When you started out, you didn't declare right away, did you? I think I. Like as a freshman. I was I did I picked accounting. You did okay because I was a bit I was in marketing and business at um, um Erie High. Okay, and I picked accounting because like oh I think that will work for me because I like math and numbers and I was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but really it didn't it didn't knock you out, did it? You were able to discover that hey this is not necessarily for me, and you were able to pivot. Because mm -hmm, I was, I accidentally double majored. Okay, <laughs> talk about that, Barb. I mean, honestly. It's. Uh, do we really expect eighteen-year-olds to no know way. exactly what they want to do with their rest of their lives? I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up. You know, <laughs> I mean, you don't. And and the good thing is, is you know, life has changed. Um, you know, like forty years ago, it was kind of womb to tomb. You started a position when you were twenty-two. You stayed there. You retired. You got a pension. You know, that's gone now. I mean, some people still do that. But now, you know, somebody's career is, is made out of discovery and growing into different types of jobs, different types of ideas, growing their own businesses. But, you know, something that we do, and we're very much aware of this, you know, with, with career discovery is we start talking to kids when they're in middle school mm -hmm. about things that are their strengths and also their weaknesses. And to know that weaknesses are a really good thing to identify because, you that's it's okay to have weaknesses right. you know um and so we try to lead them in that path and then give them tons of opportunities to explore all kinds of different careers gosh uh, yesterday we had like freshman sim day you know with go college you remember that and um so kids explored multiple different majors to see what fit best for them from digital media communications what you yeah. and i majored in joel yeah. Yeah. um to um somebody talked about theater then they went to engineering they did 3d printing they went to nursing uh physical therapy and psychology everything so that they could understand kind of like speed dating huh it was a speed dating day <laughs> yeah and we actually did that with our current tutors so that was really cool but you know and but even with that it's really common for like what Michael did to switch your careers. I mean, I switched my major. Did you? Did you? Uh, I did not because I was no, because you were the bestest, mostest <laughs> in the com arts department. Well, I mean, <laughs> weigh in on this, Justice. Did you have a broad criminal justice thing, and then you kind of like it, kind of narrowed to, hey, I might want to do this. Uh, it's almost like a restorative position yeah. in law enforcement, you know. So when I my freshman year, my first two semesters, I was a cybersecurity major. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, I so uh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I thought like I I loved it. The classes were interesting. The te the teachers were really nice. I just couldn't see myself doing it as a career. Um, mm -hmm. Like I love doing it as a hobby in my free time, but it would I just backed out of it. I, I swapped over to, to criminal justice just because, like, uh, family history. Uh, when I was real young, my uncle had been killed, and 
I had to go through like the you know the crime victim center stuff as like a like 11 year old I think I can't remember how long ago it was but um so like I kind of know what it is for like families and stuff to go through something that serious and if I can be in any position that's involved in trying to like give back to that you know I'd I feel like that would be nice yeah. to, to see it from the other side and help the people. Hey, talk about the uh, – I, I really want to lean in on what, what Michael was saying there as far as the idea of, of uh, acknowledging uh, the maturity factor here and, and kind of being, you know, um, uh, kind of being uh, okay with how things are turning out, like, you know, knowing what's important uh, – how much of that uh, self-awareness, uh, mental health, be, uh, is is a part of this maturity part of of what you guys have gone through? We'll start with you, Justice. Yeah. I think um, as a freshman, I went through a lot of anxiety problems. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was pretty bad. But um, I think part of the maturity as like going through the four years is realizing that's not really gonna go away. Uh, anxiety and like you know uh, like hardship that's gonna that's gonna keep coming up for the rest of your life it's just learning how to uh you know i guess stomach the pill um <laughs> do, you, do you both feel like you've uh, gained a lot of resiliency and grit out of this process of 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 uh university um i sort of like i sort of as i as i gain grit it's like i gained more issues like <laughs> so it's like i feel like my problems don't want to go. My problems don't like when I get tougher. <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean by that? That's interesting. <laughs> like, for example, as I deal like the issues I came into college with are the same issues I, I, I'm dealing with now. For example, mm-hmm. I didn't come in. Like, I had anxiety, but I didn't know what it was. And now that I, as soon as I acknowledged it, I got it. I got a different type of anxiety because soon as I was self aware of it, mm-hmm. for example, like saying ever since I got the concussion mm. from like when I was on the football team and I and figured out I had epilepsy, I anxiety has been a major issue. Like anxiety was the main issue for my 2022. Like I've been having panic attacks, like where my twitching and it's like I've like getting like in small spaces with big crowds. And it's like trying to figure. Like, I'm constantly trying to. It's basically like a, a constant mystery trying to figure out what caused this panic mm-hmm. attack, what caused right. that. And it's like, it's not like over. It's not overwhelming me, but it's like it's just a random panic attack out of nowhere. And I'm like, why am I panicking? It's just like it's like, it is. It's like it's going. It's bound to happen. It's like I know the environment that's going to cause it. I'm not going to run away from it because my therapist told me don't let it bully me. Mm. And I won't let it bully me because my therapist said he's proud of me for the times that I don't let it bully me. But it's like, I'm still like, it's just a mystery. Like, okay, why did it happen this time? Because mm. right. I went on Manoia this year and I only had a panic attack during the mask we had. And I'm like, it was only our group. And I'm like, that was the one that caught me off guard because I'm like, I haven't had a panic attack in a long time. Mm. So like, the anxiety came in with him, like saying, I thought I was getting better. It's been, saying, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dang, I haven't had a panic like, attack. I didn't even say, dang, I haven't been a long time since I had a panic attack. That one, like, it, that one snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, the problems I came in with, like, as I like started to become more aware and like, I started to handle them, like, I know they weren't gone. It's like, my problems don't like when I get comfortable. They... Mm start to find ways to sneak up on me. They start to work harder to get to me. Mm. But you are showing your resiliency. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. 
We're talking to our Go College students and their mentor, Barb Priestep. We've got Michael and Justice. And, uh, and, and, and uh, I mentioned in, in my post earlier today on Facebook that, you know, we got things started here. It was like the, um, the summer after high school graduation. So that was 2019. Basically, I think we checked in with you after after finals that first semester, and literally it was months, a couple months later, and it was COVID nineteen. Uh, talk about uh, how hard that was uh, as far as going through whether it was uh, remote learning or all the different things you all had to do, and then coming out of it because in the last year you you basically have had to come back out of it, but it's different talk about this justice uh i was actually talking about this with my advisor when we were uh discussing future options i'm only like just really scrambling to figure things out because i mean covid those like two and a half years in the middle of college are just like a void Uh, i barely remember half of what was going on i was just kind of surviving the the a b days the zoom classes i was just waking up doing class going to sleep like there's nothing else to do um so I feel like it's probably going to become more prominent as more time goes on that uh, people are, I guess, scrambling to figure themselves out now because there was kind of two years where we just kind of got suspended in limbo. Do you think it was harder to even retain the content of those classes? In some instances, like, there's still the classes. Like, it's just the student I am. Like, I'll be interested regardless of, like, the format, but... The, I, I feel like the the classes that you liked you would still listen to, but the classes that you weren't as interested in, you just you died, like you tuned out. Wow. Um, I like zombied my way through a few courses that I just didn't care about, and it was yeah, I, don't, I probably couldn't even name what they are really. Yeah, Michael, talk about this. Uh, do you feel like expectations from professors were different during like the heavy COVID time? And compared to, like, now? Um, during that time, some professors were lenient. Some professors stayed who, like, basically stayed who they were. Like, because there's always been, like, because not to talk trash, like, I'm not, there's no name dropping, but, like, right. there's, like, um, times where prof- we had talked to our advisors about some professors were, like, because, like, me being a commuter, we always talk about how, like, it is harder being a commuter because we had to commute, deal with family life, mm-hmm. and during the COVID nineteen pandemic, everybody was doing work from home, mm-hmm. and so like it was like very stressful dealing with it from home. If you didn't have a good work, a good like like um, focus environment, and me being AD, like having ADHD, it was definitely stressing. Mm-hmm. Not having a quiet environment, like only time I had like acquired time was in the morning yeah and i didn't like the classes that didn't have the mandatory time like i didn't like the recording classes when you're like oh you do this on your own time don't do that mm-hmm. to me I, w- <laughs> I will not have the motivation <laughs> i did not have the motivation to yeah. do it because i'm like saying yeah, i'm a good worker but do you think that it's harder now that we're out of COVID? i mean uh, are they really are the profs buckling down or or, or is it like me, uh, hasn't I, changed because, like, like when, again, we got, like, only really affected us for, really, uh, like, that, the, the first, like, 2020, my freshman semester. Yeah. And then my sophomore year, 
we did the high flex classes, mask, and I think like the mask thing was only effective for a little bit because like seeing people's faces. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like it was just like we it was still professors doing classes from home because either they're high high risk or there's the, like there's the control coming on campus. Um, but now everybody's back. Yeah, mostly people got there. I think there still are some like people that have like some classes. Like rarely, when I see people, they all have an online class. I'm like, wait, you still have an online class? Right, right. And yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it's rare. I'm not sure if it's for if for like COVID reasons or if it's just their class is just a unique one. Sure, sure, sure. Well, it just it makes sense, and this is something that you couldn't have even forecasted at Go College when. I mean, when these kids are coming up, and uh, but now you're dealing with that, Barb. Uh, you, well, you had to deal with it at the high school and middle school level. Um, it, talk about the the toughness. I got about a minute. Okay. How tough was this? It was really hard. It was really hard on the teachers. I mean, the teachers are really the heroes. Yeah. From this whole experience, having to just switch over to everything online using different platforms and um and then a lot of the teachers including gannon but the high school teachers middle you know um they would be in the classroom teaching they had hybrid classrooms and then also teaching students online so they had two things going Mm -hmm. on and it was really hard on them it was very hard on the students um, a lot of them didn't have the home support that they needed. A lot of them were at home learning and taking care of their younger siblings at the same time. Wow. Um, it was so, um, you, and you're trying to build the, some of these skill sets to make them successful a yeah. post secondary situation. So, and, yeah, and it was hard for us. I mean, yeah. we were working online with our students for almost an entire year until they came right? back in April. Um, and only half of them came back then, you know, wow. um, the rest did stuff from home. As far as like uh, extracurriculars, I know, Michael, you've been involved with the, the sports marketing. And so everybody said every day is fun in sports marketing, right? I mean, but what have you been able to do? You, you were involved with the football team and so on. Talk about that. Um, I was on the football team for about a season and like, I guess a half because I joined the football team during like the COVID season, like my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So I played with the football team. Like I literally, when I joined the team, I literally, as soon as I got cleared, I was told, here's your locker, here's your equipment, practice tomorrow. <laughs> oh, geez. So, like, I didn't go through the whole process because, like, saying, like, it was, like, they didn't have everybody on the roster that year because, like, basically, it wasn't, a man- it wasn't a mandatory season. It was a four-game mm-hmm. because they didn't have the season, the NCAA, season, NCAA Division II season going that year. So they had four season, uh, four, basically, it was, like, the spring season, but they had, it was actually like, a season. We wow. played and... We only had those four games, so I suited up for three of them games. I didn't suit up for the far away games, like the overnight ones, and that's how I got affiliated with the team. But then, then went through for the next season when it was actually going through like the fall. I actually went through the camp, and oh my gosh, if you know any student athletes that are football players, like no any again any like any college athletes, but I only know personal experience from like football. If you know any. Like football, college players. I don't know. I don't know experience of Division three, but from Division two and Division one, I'm not even saying Division three. If you know any of them, 
Do not call them babies if you see them coming in the store from when it, when it, when football camp starts. <laughs> oh my goodness! What? Like camp, <laughs> camp. Oh, like it's not. It, um, depending on what high school you went to, you, camp kicked my butt. Like, <laughs> and this was like seven, seven or eight days, two wow. a day practices. Yeah. Like all throughout the day, we had to be there seven o'clock if you wanted the breakfast stuff, and then eight. Eight between eight and nine, the practice started. They provided. We're talking D two. We're talking D two football. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be rigorous. I didn't sure. get home until like around nine o'clock. <laughs> oh, did you really? Like, well, um, what have you been doing more lately? Because you haven't been on the team for a couple of years, right? Um, I mean, I'm on Active Minds, which is a mental health advocacy group. I'm on the e board. Nice. I'm now vice president of the Sports Marketing Management Club. Okay. I'm like I've been to Super Bowl twice now. I'm and what did you do with the Super Bowl? You I were... worked with On Location both years. Okay. And on Location's basically who the NFL partners with, who basically staffs all the people, the hospitality people. Right. So the people that works the, the pregame parties, who works like with, um, wayfinding, because like they have a lot of people. Right. So you can't just have like the NFL don't have enough people to staff their own people. Mm-hmm. So it's. Well, there's probably what 20,000 people working in the Super Bowl. Easy. I forgot the we, number. We, I forgot the number they gave us. I mean, it's got to be an extreme, you know, to put on an event like that. Yeah, right? like it. Is, so they they they're pulling in the pulling in the troops from Gannon and a lot of other colleges. Like I think so. only I forgot how many colleges. It wasn't a lot of colleges. It was like a, a six, dozen or yeah, yeah. About, about yeah about a dozen colleges. Yeah, yeah, and we were one of them. That's beautiful. And how about you, Justice? Uh, talk about some extracurriculars there, sir. Uh, it's my turn to be boring. Um, <laughs> no, you are not boring. Uh, there you go, Michael. <laughs> uh, a lot of my like extracurricular stuff. I'm not a really sportsy person. I'm not. Right. A, I'm not a social butterfly either. A lot of my uh, like extracurricular stuff has been academic. Sure. Um, so I'm a part of uh, Phi Eta Sigma, which is Mercyhurst's uh, like main uh, honor society. Nice. Um, I couldn't do that. <laughs> they're one of the the few like accredited honor societies in the nation. Um, Boring. They've they've really like a few years ago it was just kind of one of those things you signed on, you stayed four years, you got your cords, and you moved out. But they've really revamped the whole program to actually get you involved in doing things and making it you know. A bit more than just signing on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Um, Boring. You uh, said. I'm a part of Alpha Phi Sigma, which is uh, the Criminal Justice Honor Society. Okay. Um, and for the second time this year, I'm a part of their induction ceremony board. So I'm helping them organize uh, the induction ceremony at the end of this year. Um, probably happening at Mercyhurst, unfortunately, this time and not the Yacht Club like last time. Wow. Because uh, <laughs> the Yacht Club's kind of tearing itself apart with uh, with revamps, but. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a lot of a lot of my stuff has been on the academic side. Uh, last year, I think. Did you get to do any travel? I mean, Mike Michael's been able to go. Was there much travel with uh, any of this stuff? Um, most of the stuff for those two are like volunteer hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of local stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done most of mine uh, like volunteering for the Rouseville Borough uh, down uh, towards. Obviously, Rouseville, I guess. <laughs> but um. Oh, what's down in Rouseville? What's that? Um, it's just a really small town. It's close to um, like Oil City, Titusville. Yeah, area. I know the location, but what were um, you guys doing down there? It's mostly just like organization stuff, uh, huh. like 
like it's a relatively small office like it's not a huge borough in the slightest mm-hmm. so most of it's just kind of like secretarial things okay so you're actually working for the municipality there as a volunteer yeah just kind okay. of like unpaid <laughs> unpaid yeah. volunteer hours right. well i'm thinking barb i'm thinking about you know some of the some of the most memorable parts of college for me was the trips and so oh. you know i went you know i went to you know, I went on the theater trip to, to New York for, you know, what was it, 10 shows in seven days or something like that, or uh, probably more than that. In in Chicago, we went to a broadcasting thing. I mean, that's that's all part of, of you know, of kind of doing this or, or just these extra things that these kids get to do. Yeah, so it's put, it puts you out in the real world, you know. Right. And that's wonderful. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. I forgot to mention, yeah, WRG, like I'm – partially a part of them because i'm on primetime sports guys oh that's right you told me that yeah yeah i forgot to mention them like they just came back from the they're like the only sports talk show in town is is the the wrgs yes yeah and um um, ptsg got nominated they're one of um our sports talk show was nominated for um I forgot it was a college award show in New York. They just came back. Yeah, the the, I, the uh, intercollegiate yeah, that, broadcast. I, I just can't remember. Yeah. walked back with a lot of awards this year. Every <laughs> they year. always do. They yeah. have such a great we, job. Um, PTSG was um, a finalist for um, nice. for it. So I just feel proud to be part of it. Like, like I feel like I'm me just being on PTSG. I'm a part of it. I'm not, I don't think I'm directly affiliated with them because mm. like I don't do my own show. But, like, right, but me, you you you, with you, them, you you comment on that. Uh, let's talk about campus life. Uh, both of you are commuters. Uh, uh, as a commuter, now Shaney, Shaney got to live on campus, but uh, you know, uh, but you did both, right? As a commuter, it's kind of tough. How did you do things to purposely kind of dive into campus life, like going to? Sh- like, did you see stuff at the Mac, uh, Justice? Um, or? Yeah, I think the first... The Mayak, I mean? The first year you're there when you're taking, like, the, the intro to the IMU class, uh, the intro to Mercyhurst, yeah. they actually, like, require you to attend a, a set amount of events um, just to kind of, like, force you to jump into the cold waters. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I tr- I've tried to. I go to a lot... I've gone to speakers on campus. A lot of that is also through... Um, like Alpha Phi Sigma and the honor societies, they they host a lot of speakers all the time. So if there's ones there that I'm really interested in, I do try to make it a point to actually like go to campus out of class hours. I mean, are there are there still comics coming to campus? Again, I don't know what um, COVID did to even that kind of thing. That, you know, it it's it's hard to say. It, it kind of mutilated a lot of stuff on campus. That's um, terrible. Like after COVID, before COVID, there was like um you know like uh the day that like campus would be shut down i can't like her day yeah, yeah. her day uh like they'd have her day and they'd have all these events all the time they'd have like spring fest and everything mm-hmm. the last spring fest after covid was just like depressing really <laughs> uh there was like not a lot going on they don't really do massive events all that much anymore there's not a lot of musicians coming in and out or anything there i know there's pretty large events at at the performing arts center yeah but it's whether you know whether or not how that works with the students is the thing how about you michael did you were i mean other than football and things were you able to dive into you know some of the stuff that's happening at this the campus center or performances or even going to games like going to basketball games and stuff you know um i know what um 
like freshman year, I went to like the mandatory stuff, like the guest speakers and stuff. But then like being part of Actimize before I lectured on the eboard, I was included in some of the events directly. Like I was on the mental health speaker panels, and I also went to some of the panels. And they've also brought in some guest speakers. Mm-hmm. And then the sporting events, I usually went to the sporting, only the sporting events when there was of the sports that people I know, because usually I had nobody to go to the sporting events with. So it was hard for me to go to like out in public events. I usually just watched them from the streams. Oh, okay. But like saying, so they, they had all, they had like women's basketball on a stream or something. Yeah. You yeah, want to watch get, it? Yeah. They usually get events. They usually had them on a stream, but, um, mm-hmm. But now, it made it easier this year because now I'm also on the media. I'm, I work with getting um, media, sports media. Okay. So I usually work the event. So now I'm getting paid, and I'm also with a, a group of people. I work the media board. Yeah. So and I go to them like, I don't like. But usually I went to the volleyball. I went to the volleyball matches, and because I actually knew somebody on the volleyball team, so I was going. I usually went to the support the people I knew, and went to the football games because I knew a lot of people on the football team. Sure. I went to most of the like saying the <clears throat> basketball games because they're double headers and I just went there with the work them or I just watch them from home. Yep. Yep. But mainly, yeah, I went to them or the, the guest speakers and just the events like how in the commuter corner and just, and also we also put on our own events too. try, but usually they don't get a little, too much people. I understand. Barb, uh, when you're, when you're taking the go college students and it's mostly the, the senior high, the high school uh, kids that, that are going to these, uh, you know, going on these trips, right? We start or? with the sixth graders. Do you really? We wow. take the sixth graders to wow. all the local colleges, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. That's amazing. By the time they've been in eighth grade, they've been to all of the local campuses and have done career-oriented, hands-on stuff. And we take ninth through twelfth graders as well. Obviously, we focus at the beginning of this year, at the beginning of the academic year, we focus on the seniors mm-hmm. so that they can make their choices and we get them to all the major locals. Um, but we, yeah, yeah we, they're it, all over the yeah, place. Huh? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested in, in how much of the, the campus life piece is often a determinant of what kind of choice that a, a student might make. Uh, I mean, I mean, I never even thought, again, I was kind of a sheltered kid, so I never thought that, Hey, they, you know, my, my son, for example, my son, Joel, they brought in Kevin Hart before he got big to Edinburgh. It's like, how does that happen, right? Exactly. I mean, but, but that kind of stuff happens all the time where, you know, or an up-and-coming band is there, you know, country band or rock right. and roll band is, uh, comes, shows up at school. Every time we go to a campus, they, they talk a lot about, in their admissions presentation, the tour guides, they talk a lot about student life and student mm-hmm. living. The kids, you know, our students visit the dorms. Um, they look at the athletic centers because that's important. They talk about the sports teams that are available. And they provide all that information. But it's interesting. I like to listen to what the kids are talking about, what their impressions are. And a lot of them, their, their impressions about the feel of the campus. I like the size of the campus. I like the food on the campus. They always eat at the campus because the food's a big thing. It is for me, you sure. know, um, you know, just, um, they might, they're, they're impressed on how the professors talk to them and how the professors aren't scary folk, but they're really friendly, encouraging people. All of the fears that they have, see, they, they meet those fears. They, they, uh, those fears are really, a, a, um, removed by their experiences from 
talking to both the students and the faculty on campuses. So, so really, you know, what what is an indicator is a lot of the intangibles. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the intangibles very, very much. I mean, the kids will see, do you have the major that I'm interested right, in? Yeah. You know, and they, they want to know that. And, um, they really are not thinking too much about price tags, you know, um, not at the beginning, not at the beginning. They're not thinking mm -hmm. about that as much. Um, it's interesting when you're an adult student, that's when, um, you know, some of the, the opportunities at the community college look really great because they understand what it's like to write that check. Sure. And it really, you know, I mean, my, my daughter, Caroline, when she was a freshman, we covered that for her, but after that, she was on her own. And she, I remember she wrote her first check for $8,000. All the savings that she had garnered oh over gosh. her entire life. She said, I'm going to finish early. I just can't believe I'm, I'm using this amount of money. And mm -hmm. I thought, mm, reality is good discipline. Yeah, yeah, finish in a couple, finish quickly. Absolutely. You know, so. hey, we're almost done with this conversation. I've got about three minutes with our Go College friends. Let's uh, let's look at the future here. What? Uh, let's start with you, Justice. Uh, you you're like you're on the countdown for graduation here right i mean uh i'm at this point i'm sourcing options i'm i'm looking at uh graduate certificate programs local and you know more national stuff um i've considered going straight into the job field uh either new york uh, probation parole is obviously uh, the lucrative position but more locally uh, i've considered a position at uh, the envanel thomas juvenile center um, they have a shelter program and a detention program mm -hmm. that are both very good positions, like helping people that really need it. So uh, that's kind of what's on my mind right now is uh, I'm kind of looking past the next two months and trying to figure out what I'm going to do after that. Absolutely. How about you? You've, you've got a few more months ahead of you. What, what is, uh, uh, what is uh, coming, bringing this plane in for a landing look like to you, Michael? Well, right now my current job at the teen center at the YMCA I'm currently using that as an internship for credits because it's giving me some more community involvement and I'm also getting some, like, um, like I already got a lot of um, youth involvement with younger kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to also in try to intern with Erie Sports Center next semester. So I'm getting a lot of that involvement. But like I said, I want to eventually I wanna work with the Erie Sports Center. But overall, I just want to get involved with the community overall with sports. And I've been networking with a lot of people. Like, there's going to be this golf simulator place on State Street getting built up. And I network with the people building that. And um, my knowing, getting involved with, like, my professors. My professors, they're involved because getting business mm -hmm. building is involved with a lot of the eerie, like, business, um, the economy stuff. So, sure, sure. So, like, I'm just... It's like that. My goal just makes me just being able to be a part and make an impact in this. Oh, wow. That, it's amazing. Last question for both of you. When you look back to those young, uh, you know, being freshman, sophomore, junior, senior in high school and that co go college experience, what would you say is the number one element that you've carried with you throughout this whole thing? I'll start with you, Michael. I guess. Staying with my morals and just not giving up. Wow. Giddy up. It's a How great about you, message. Justice? Uh, don't stop asking questions because yes. uh, through, yeah. through college, I've learned if you stop asking questions, you stop getting opportunities and you'll stop 
figuring out what you need to do and just by asking faculty and people around me questions i've learned uh, a lot more things that you probably wouldn't have known otherwise and awesome. you, you've got you've got to be gratified huh, Barb? I, I feel like a <laughs> proud mother sitting here yeah i'm really proud of you too mm-hmm. yeah. it's amazing it's a bit it's been amazing to follow i can't believe that we were able to do this i know honestly. it's so cool we, we set out we set out to track your progress and we are all proud of you guys thank you so so much michael brian ott justice wickham barb Priestep from go college thank you so so much you're welcome thank you you've been listening to the joel natale show erie pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com.